Lucy Chiesa, and today I'm going to be talking to you about World War II, more specifically the role women played in it. Women had come a long way during World War I, and with the start of World War II, the women's movement seemed to be at a standstill. Employers and the government were still holding on to stereotypes of what women's roles were, and didn't want them to go any further up the career ladder than they had during World War I. However, war defeated these stereotypes. Women from ages 20 to 30 were allowed to work as auxiliaries in the armed forces, civil defense, and war industries. Government propaganda once again began to urge women to participate in war efforts. The working population of women skyrocketed. 90% of all able-bodied single women between the ages of 18 and 40 began to work for some form of national service by September 1943. Women began to work in factories, building ammunition, ships, and airplanes. They did everything the government would allow them to, and sometimes more. Women worked as evacuation officers, air raid wardens, fire officers, and on top of that, they would drive ambulances, fire trucks, and trains. Many businesses who originally only offered jobs to men began to open their options. Women began to work in trade unions. With the increase of women in the workforce, many issues began to arise. For starters, the lack of child care options in the United States was astonishing. Eleanor Roosevelt urged her husband, then President Roosevelt, to provide centers for children with working mothers. This act was passed and some shelters were built, however, not nearly enough to meet the demand. People also feared that women joining the workforce would appear more masculine now that they were working on such big projects. This was why the propaganda known as Rosity Riveter, who is now seen as a feminist symbol, was created. It was made to reassure men that women could still be feminine and work hard. They also never rationed cosmetic products because keeping women held to a specific beauty standard seemed like the seemed like another way to keep the standards and beliefs of the time alive. Another issue that was brought to life was the lack of equal pay between men and women. Unfortunately, this issue was shut down by the government pretty quickly, seeing that they were a little preoccupied. The government said that equal pay was only necessary if a woman was able to perform the job without any assistance or supervision. Companies found any and every way around equal pay. They deemed jobs that required less skill women's jobs and decreased salary. Women's salaries remained only 53% of that of a man's. Despite the injustice and inequality women of the time faced, they continued to work hard and prove their abilities to the world. I know all of these issues sound pretty terrible considering the amount we have come over the years. However, it is important to note that other countries at the time were, away, were even farther behind than the United States. For example, the expectations for an ideal woman in Germany were as follows. Women should not work for a living. Women should not wear trousers. Women should not wear makeup. Women should not wear high-heeled shoes. Women should not dye or perm their hair. Women should not go on slimming diets. And on top of that, women were even urged by Hitler to have as many babies as they could, even if they were unmarried, as long as the child was, in Hitler's eyes, racially pure. Women in Germany were quite literally seen as objects during the time and had very little rights. Without the war, Germany wouldn't have been able to escape the misogynistic society that they were trapped in. 
On that note, we were going to take we are going to take a short break, and when we return, I will be talking to you about some specific American women of the time who helped make a difference during the war. Hey guys, welcome back. We left off talking about the overall impact women made in the United States during World War II. However, I would now like to highlight some specific women of the time who made a big difference. For starters, a woman named Jane Kendry. She was a Navy nurse and was trained to fly planes and tend to patients. She was the first ever United States Navy flight nurse to fly an evacuation mission to an active battlefield. She flew to Iwo Jima and was also the first nurse to land on a Pacific battlefield. During her time, she helped transport over a million soldiers, and out of the group of soldiers, she only lost 46 in the air. Another successful female pilot of the time was Nancy Harkness Love. She had a passion for flying at a young age and received her flying license at the age of 16. When World War II began, she urged the United States Army Air Forces to create a women's Auxiliary Ferry Squadron. She was then the commander of this force for the entirety of World War II. They flew, sp- they flew supplies from factories to air bases and transported anything to help the military. With the women working transportation, it created more time and made more pilots available for battle. She was awarded an Air Medal and received recognition for her heroic acts throughout the war. The final woman I will be talking to you all about Today is Ruby Bradley. She is the most decorated woman in U.S. military history. She was serving as a hospital administrator at Camp John Hay in the Philippines, and it had been just about three weeks since the Pearl Harbor attack when she was taken prisoner by the Japanese. She was sent to a prison camp where she immediately began to secretly help other prisoners. She tended to them medically and smuggled other prisoners' food. She would go hungry just to make sure others wouldn't. She also smuggled in some of the outdated medical supplies the Japanese were not using. She spent 37 months in captivity and during this time performed over 200 major surgeries and delivered 13 babies. The other prisoners called Bradley and her fellow nurses angels of fatigues. After the war ended, she continued to work for the army and served as a nurse once again during the Korean War. She later retired receiving a total of 34 decorations, including the Bronze Star Medal. These women were constantly doubted and discriminated against. However, they worked hard to prove to pe- prove people wrong and saved countless lives on the way. Everyone who worked in the war made a difference, and women were no exception. After the war, the number of births began to skyrocket. Judging by the past, many would have assumed that the amount of women in the workforce would have decreased immensely especially considering that families were now able to afford a middle-class lifestyle with only one working parent. However, this would be incorrect. The number of mothers in the workforce had never been higher. World War II was an important milestone in in women's fight to equality. A lot of ground was covered during the dreary time, and it paved a way for women today. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And feel free to join me again next time when we'll be talking about the Salem Witch Trials. Bye!